Welcome to Just Schooling It. I'm your host, Dia Adams. This podcast will be used to school educators, parents, and students on different trends, issues, and resources. During this episode, I pledge to discuss surviving this pandemic as a family unit, along with giving fun, safe, and healthy ways to work individually as well as collectively as a family. But first, here's an announcement. Are you looking for a good barbecue sauce, rub, old school pickle products and preserves and more? Try Sweet Spirit Foods at www.sweetspiritoklahoma.net. That's www.sweetspiritoklahoma.net. And let the spirit catch you. Welcome back to Just Schooling It. My next guest is an awesome woman that I have known for quite some time. Uh, She was my first principal, but now she is currently a clinical director. Her name is Coletta McPherson. Welcome, Ms. McPherson. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, Again, Ms. Adams is one of the best teachers that I've ever had the opportunity to work with, and I think that makes a difference with our kids in the community. Wow. Thank you so very much. Uh, Ms. McPherson, we are definitely living in some challenging times. This pandemic has brought about isolation. It's been a time of reflection, and it has certainly changed the dynamics of how we deal with each other. And we often see these elements in our family units. Do you feel like this pandemic has had a positive effect, a negative effect, or a combination of both on our our families? I think it's a combination of both. But I think in the long run that um, people will look back at this whole situation that we're all a part of right now. And in a lot of ways, we're going to come out stronger. And the reason why I say it's a little bit of both is because, believe it or not, some families are really having to get to know each other at this point. They've never mm-hmm. spent this kind of time together. Um, most of us have a routine, you know, where you get up, you get the kids ready for school, you know, that daily routine. But how much time do you actually spend with family? And I think that's what people are probably recognizing at this point. I can see how that that would impact. Mm-hmm. Well, how has it impacted uh, positively? I think in a positive way is that people, believe it or not, if people will take this opportunity you will be amazed at how many people will really increase like their communication skills, their listening skills, which of course is the most important when it comes to communicating is being able to listen, but also family time. You know, I think sometimes we can get so caught up in the world that we forget how important family is. And this is an opportunity, I think, for people to reconnect with their families. And so I think that's always going to be positive. Uh, I think it's an opportunity for parents to be able to say to their kids, um, I didn't realize what it takes, you know, to teach you, or it's so good to have a great teacher that also works with you. So I think this is an opportunity for parents to see and recognize, first of all, um, there's some things that we can learn from our kids as well. And I don't mean about reading and writing arithmetic either. Right. Just getting to know who they really are. Right. Right. 
And I think a lot of times we, we don't do that because of the routine. You know, you just keep the routine going, keep the routine going. And, you know, how many families probably in the past had opportunity to even sit and have dinner together? So always positive in, in any storm. There's always something positive. What about the negative side? I've heard people say, you know, uh, a lot of people don't have food to eat or maybe they may be in a abusive atmosphere. Mm-hmm. What would be the negative side? Well, I think, of course, that's always going to happen. Um, once you kind of isolate people, um, of course, the number of domestic violence cases has gone up just as a midst of all of this going on. And one of the things that in working with individuals who are sometimes struggling with anxiety already or some depression already, then of course, when you have this kind of situation, then that kind of sends things over the top. And so that could be very negative. Uh, I think another negative aspect, of course, is that um, kids' educational process had to be interrupted because of this. You know, so I think there's always going to be some negative to it. Um, I think parents are having to realize the negative side might be is that I don't even know how to do, you know, uh, the work that they're doing now, or I need some help, right. or this is an opportunity for me to learn some things as well. What would you suggest to families? How, how do we cope? How do we make it through this? I think you make it through it, first of all, together as a family. I think that's going to be the most important thing. The kids are looking to their parents right now. Because kids now, right. are, they are confused about what do I do with my time? You know, um, kids have to have some structure. I think parents need structure. I think those are the kind of things that's going to get you through this. Uh, having a routine. Keep it as much of that routine as you can. You know, and by that I mean if you got up at 6 a.m., get up at 6 a.m. I mean, there has to be some consistency. And parents are responsible for making sure that kids have that routine. I think how we get through it is also remembering to breathe and by that I mean just spending some time outside I'm not suggesting that you go anywhere you know practice you know all the safety rules but to be able to breathe some fresh air I think it's important to make it through this that you don't spend all your days and nights watching the news Mm -hmm. because there's some things we don't have any power and control over and this is one of those things and I see so I think people need to recognize that as well And my thing is to do with this storm, like we've done with every storm, you're going to make it through. It's just, it's just a part of the process is where we are right now. Um, I would say to, to all of us out there is that the most important thing right now is self-care. You've got to take care of yourself in order to to take care of your family. And most people, that's not something that they practice on a regular basis. And so what we're finding, there's a lot of people who don't even know how to take care of themselves. But that's the most important thing right now is that you take care of yourself. And by that, I mean being able to sit, be still, listen, relax, Um, you know, maybe see something that you've never seen before. And by that, I mean to sometimes stepping outside in your backyard or something. So I would say to people, yes, there may be some maldepression. Again, if people are already experiencing some uh, emotional problems, this will more than likely create some other problems for them. I agree. This is the time that I took to start a podcast, just doing something to keep me occupied. And it has definitely kept me occupied. Mm -hmm. So that... That's excellent. Uh, we do need to venture out and maybe some of the goals that we have 
this is the time to do it. Right. Right. Those projects you kept putting off in the garage you were going to clean out. Now it's a great opportunity to get those things done together, even as a family. Well, I have just really enjoyed talking with you. I thank you for imparting your wisdom. And I really appreciate you taking out your time. Thank you. If you would like to send a graduation shout out, acknowledge a teacher, praise an outstanding student, or recognize a phenomenal parent, you can record a one minute voice message. Simply go to my Just Schooling It podcast, click on message and record. Once that's done, I'll play it on one of my future podcasts. Come on and give some positive praise. Welcome back to Just Schooling It. It's library and resource time. Our guest librarian is Mrs. Carol Hewlett. She is currently a librarian at Hefner Middle School in Bethany, Oklahoma. She will share her top three book recommendations. I chose the three that I really, really liked myself. And the first one it would be really fun for elementary students. And it's called Annie Glover is Not a Tree Lover. It's by Darlene Bailey Beard. And Annie is in the fourth grade. And she and all of her friends are very excited because the city is going to build a new swimming pool right across the street from the school. And uh, there is a very tall, very old tree in the way, and the city intends to cut that tree down. Well, Annie goes to school one day and hears that there is an older lady who has chained herself to that tree because she thinks the city should leave it alone. Well, you can imagine Annie's embarrassment when she finds out that this lady is her grandmother her very own grandmother, who tends to protest things that she thinks are wrong. Well, this causes Annie all kinds of problems. Her friends tease her, and no one wants anyone to interfere with that swimming pool. And Annie just doesn't know what to do until she learns a little bit about the history of that tree, and then she begins to understand why her grandmother thinks it's so important. So that that one's a lot of fun for elementary students. And then the one I chose for middle school students is one of my absolute favorites. It's called Three Times Lucky, and it's by Sheila Turnage. Now, this one is the beginning of a, of a series of four books, and it's about a very wonderful family that lives in the tiny little town of Tupelo Landing, North Carolina. Members of this family are uh, Moses. LeBeau, and they call her Mo for short. She was rescued during a hurricane 11 years ago by the colonel. She washed up on shore in a basket, and he named her Moses. Now, the colonel and Miss Lana run the local diner, 
in this tiny town and everybody in town comes through the diner at one time or another. Mo's best friend is Dale Earnhardt Johnson, and they have decided to start a detective agency. And they work on small cases like finding a classmate's dog, something, something like that, something really simple, until one day there's a murder in the neighboring town and a detective, a very nosy detective, shows up in Tupelo Landing and starts asking lots of questions. And a lot of things begin to happen. The colonel and Miss Lana are kidnapped. There's a, another murder in Tupelo Landing. Mo and Dale are investigating and they discover a lot of things, including something about the colonel that he didn't even know himself. I really, really, I love this book. It's a, it's a wonderful, happy, funny book, and it's got, it has some serious things they have to deal with, but it's just such a, the family is just so loving and supportive of each other. I, I think anyone would enjoy that, and it's the first of um, four books in that series, and then the one I chose for older students, maybe for high school students, this would be good, <clears throat> is called Steel Heart, and it's by Brandon Sanderson. This is the first in a series of four, and the series is called The Reckoners. And at the very beginning of Steel Heart, something really strange happens, and some very ordinary human beings acquire some supernatural powers, and they become known as the Epics. They take over the world. They're very ruthless and very evil, and each one of them has different powers. There's a group that has gotten together called the Reckoners. Now, the Reckoners study the epics. They try to learn everything they can about them so they can find their weaknesses and use their weaknesses to assassinate them because the Reckoners want to save the world for mankind. And this one is really, really, there's lots of, uh, lots of action in this one. It's very exciting, moves along really, really fast. Um, and I think, I think pretty much if you like fantasy, it's kind it's sort of fantasy sci-fi. If you like that, those genres, I think anyone would enjoy Steelheart. Now it's time for some cool school physical education. Our guest PE teacher from Apollo Elementary in Bethany, Oklahoma, is Mrs. Kelly Porter. She's going to give a few quarantine quick tips on how to stay fit as a family. Hi, you guys. Um, one of the things that I really like to just see everyone doing in my neighborhood is there, I see so many people out walking. Uh, each day my husband gets up, has a cup of coffee, and then off he goes. Um, one of the things that I've seen some of the students in our neighborhood doing are riding their bike, skating, and then also walking the dog. Um, I've been working with our specials team coming up with our own specials page for our Apollo students. And one of the things that we have done is while researching for this, we've come across some really cool websites so those are on our school Apollo page, but uh, some sites that I've really enjoyed on YouTube 
have been from uh, the Open Network, which is a PE program. So if you go to, on YouTube, if you'll go to Open Phys Ed, you'll find some really good sites on there. There's a uh, gentleman from England who has his own PE class uh, that he does online and he runs the, everyone through a really good workout. So also on YouTube, if you'll go to PE with Joe, of course, there's Go Noodle that has all kinds of things that you can do. And um, the openphyzed.com uh, has set up a national field day where you can do the activities from uh, field day suggestions. These are things that you would do on your own with very little equipment that you would need. Most of this is stuff that you might even have around the house. So if you're on our, uh, the YouTube, if you'll go, to, like I said, to the Phys Ed PE, there is an uh, open national field day site that you can download all of the, the games and activities. You can have your own field day with your own family and friends. The open website has really got so much uh, for the kids to work through. It's a, a resource for physical education teachers, but um, one of the things that they've done is, like I said, they've set up a, a field day. So these are little games and challenges that the kids can do with, with homemade equipment. You know, and if you don't have a ball, roll up a pair of socks. If you don't have a pair of socks handy, wad up a piece of paper and you, you, go, you can make your own ball. Uh, stuff that you can do outside, like uh, making an obstacle course uh, with a sidewalk chalk. Um, timing yourself to go through some of these different uh, courses and things. They're, they're just really cool to see what uh, some of our educators from around the U.S. have put together, and they're really a lot of fun activities. There are a lot of things on YouTube that are, are really pointing our, our kids to things that they can do right now. Um, if, if they just go into their YouTube search and put in P.E. at home, there will be a list of things that kids can do, uh, whether it's uh, dances or making homemade equipment or uh, personal challenges. There's all kinds of stuff on there. We'll be back after this recess. Not only is it cool to be school, it's super cool to graduate. Cheers to all of the 2020 graduates from kindergarten, eighth grade, high school, and college. Congratulations to all of you. Your hard work has paid off. And in honor of our graduates, here are some personal shout outs. Hello, Makai. This is Mom. Just here sending you a message to let you know that we love you and we are so proud of you. You have done an excellent job in school, especially this year. You have got so many honors and awards. 
It's just amazing what you have done, and we are so proud of you. Your sisters and I and your dad, we're going to miss you, but you will not be that far. So don't forget your family, and remember to always call us when you need us. Um, once again, we are proud. We love you. And keep doing those things that you've done before. And the sky is the limit. Love you, son. Congratulations, Isaac Adams, on a job well done. I'm so proud of you. This is your senior year. It's the next step to your um, to your future, to your adulthood. And I know that you will do many wonderful, great, amazing things. You are articulate, intellectual. Um, you're a God-fearing young man, and I'm very proud of you. Love your Amy. Congratulations, cousin. I'm so proud of you. I'm very thankful for you. And I know you're going to do big things in the world. Just continue shining that bright light of yours. And I know you're going to leave a mark on the world one day. And I'm glad to see and ready to see what God has in store for you. Love you. A special shout out goes to Caleb Dye. Caleb is graduating from Southern Nazarene University in Oklahoma with a Bachelor of Science degree in elementary education. And his first teaching assignment is in Brazil. Congratulations, Caleb. I know you're going to be an awesome educator. Teachers, are you wanting to add some spice to your lessons? or get better ideas to engage your students? Check out my Out of the Box Education Facebook page and website. That's Out of the Box Education. It's time for our final review. Number one, make sure you're spending quality time together as a family. Number two, communication is key. Number three, stay fit while having fun. And number four, self-care is a must. Well, that's our cue. School is out. Be sure to tune in to our next episode of Just Schooling It, because it's cool to be schooled. <laughs>